0: hey everyone just wanted to come at the beginning of the episode to give you a disclaimer and a trigger warning we do talk about suicide this episode so just be aware of that and i hope you enjoy the episode okay here we go but a song so you can sing along with a special guest star two for two You'd like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you peace songs Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two very special guests. They are the other co-hosts of Glee Boot. It's Hannah Sylvester and Alyssa Swearingen.
1: Woo! Yay! Sorry, Hello. we're just coming.
0: We're just coming off of Cullen being on for talking about season two. yes So he is the third member of your of your Glee Boot group and i'm still waiting for my invitation to be the fourth
2: member um, <laughs> there's a whole ceremony and we also got to run it all the way up through hr it's a whole process
0: oh fine whatever <laughs> but you guys it's great that you know that i had the glee boot family see like w- right one after another mm-hmm. and you guys in my opinion pick the best season
2: i agree too <laughs> because yeah we're,
0: th- we're here to talk about well in a two-part episode please season three yay <laughs> the show was still created by ryan murphy brad falchek and ian brennan i believe ryan murphy was still the showrunner at this point um i could be wrong but it feels like he's still out of hand and he wasn't really delving into american horror story as much at this point in his career
1: wait what uh, season does he end up switching over I oh, feel like he
0: may have taken a back seat in like four or five. I think so. And then came back for six to be like, we got to wrap the shit up. Um, <laughs> uh, the music supervisor is still PJ Bloom. The first episode aired September 20th, 2011. And the last episode aired May 22nd, 2012. Those were the days. Wow. Everyone.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's that's literally like my senior year of high school. So I graduated around when they graduated and same with Colin, I think.
1: Did, were we, were we in high school together? No, I'm
2: older than you guys. Yeah. You're I think a year or two ahead of us. So
1: that would have been like freshman or sophomore year of college for me.
0: Mm -hmm. i already graduated college and have been working
2: (laughs) oh my gosh
0: i had i am oh i'm so old oh no crow's feet (laughs) your skin looks great oh thank you it's all the blood of the innocents um (laughs) so a quick recap of the season um uh so in season two the new directions failed miserably at nationals and they lost they were in what like 12th place or something
2: yeah they something. didn't even make the final board
0: yeah yeah um but they're coming back this season to win nationals. spoiler alert they do uh <laughs> this show is this show is so old everyone has watched it at this point uh, uh, and then but this mm-hmm. season we have the new directions fracture and uh because of one character who was not was the only person not to be allowed into New Directions, which was Sugar Mata. Remember her,
2: Alyssa? I
1: do, in fact.
0: Which is hilarious because, like, the whole point of the New Directions was that Mr. Schuster was welcoming everyone into the, his Island of Misfit Toys. But, you know, they are now national. For, like uh, they went to nationals and everything and mm-hmm. he has a little air about him not as bad as rachel did last season with sunshine
2: <laughs> yeah Ooh. shu did not send any of his students to an active crack house. No, he, crack house
0: no he didn't but um
2: he did plant drugs in someone's locker room.
1: so like and that which was... one is worse
0: planting drugs planting
1: yeah drugs. i'm gonna say especially by a figure of authority
0: because it, it's, an, it's an adult <laughs> acting on a child well not really yeah. a child but you know what i mean like you know not not an yeah. adult so very
2: tall child
0: a very tall child so sugar with the help of shelby corcoran welcome back <laughs> Ad- adult Adele Dazeem. Dazeem. um they create the treble tones so good and then there's a bunch of other things you know like finn and rachel get engaged and so do emma and will and uh they talk a lot about uh i have to read this from the wikipedia page for season three by the way Mm because i am doing so uh uh Alyssa, i like you (laughs) uh don't really i remember a lot of glee but i don't really remember a lot of details and what i'm Mm -hmm. doing with this since i'm like blasting through the seasons. I'm not rewatching it because fuck that. I remember enough.
2: Yeah. Ah. It's fine. Wikipedia is fine. Fine. <laughs> Honestly, Wikipedia summaries aren't too bad.
0: But, but season three follows the Glee Club competing on the show choir circuit while its members and faculty deal with sex, sexual identity, gender identity, stress, domestic violence, teenage suicide, pregnancy, disabilities, texting while driving, and other social issues. I forgot about the suicide.
2: Yeah, right. Oh,
1: so did I yeah. actually? Until I actually watched. Um, I had YouTube the YouTube playlist and went through the entirety of season three yesterday.
2: And she listened <laughs> to I was every working. song because she's yes. like, "It's like five and a half hours long." And I was like, "I don't have that kind of time." So I was like, "I'm gonna do just like I do for Glee Boot. I fast forward."
1: Uh, lucky for me I'm work from home and I work at my computer all day so and I I have an extra separate screen that is a few of them you could
0: you could hit the next button on which I so I have playlists per season of just because I am that loser that downloaded every song from the show and so (sighs) what I did is I separated them by their season excuse me and when they performed it so you know, I was kind of listening to it and I was like, all oh, right, Treble Tones were kind of awesome with, you know, the Adele covers and um uh Mary the Night, which we'll talk about in the next episode, because I need seven years to talk about Mary the Night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I completely forgot that also this is like Karofsky being comfortable with his sexuality this mm-hmm. season. Um You also, this is also the first first season after the Glee project, Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. their, like, sort of American Idol. I don't know. How would you describe
2: it? We watched it, and it was, it was, like, it was so focused on the music and not enough on acting. And I think that shows when uh, Rory's on.
0: (laughs) Rory isn't terrible i will say
1: that
2: Mm, i don't know well they don't also
1: give worry a lot yes he doesn't he doesn't have a lot to work with so determining whether or not he's terrible is questionable
0: so let's let's get into the glee project for a hot second i never watched it but i do know that there were two winners Mm -hmm. um which were let me pull it up hold on, which were samuel larson and davian McKitty jr um also known as joe hart and rory flanagan respectively but mm-hmm. they also showcased the runners up which yes. were
1: mm-hmm. alex
0: newell and lindsey pierce yeah.
1: yes
0: i mean my god and the funny the sort of funny thing is that Lindsay is the first one that we meet in the season
2: yes
3: mm-hmm.
0: alex newell is the is like the only one that like got a bigger part yeah that like
1: mm-hmm. lasts yeah
0: rory just disappears mm-hmm. after the season
1: mm-hmm. no explanation pretty sure no he went ex- back to ireland <laughs>
2: maybe <laughs> and then, or
1: he moved to new york city and uh then went to santa fe
2: yeah. yeah, he works as a, um, a busser at a bar and then he has to escape from, I the guess, the mob and yep. the FBI. Yeah.
0: Is this the movie that you guys are talking about? Yeah. about yeah. The Christmas movie with him and it's Heather yes. Morris?
2: It's a quote unquote comedy, quote unquote musical. <laughs> Which I really may want quote to determine, quote, cover. <laughs> if you really,
1: really want to determine his acting skills, watch that movie. Although, oh. to be fair, he doesn't have a lot to work with there either. Oh, oh
0: no so okay in your opinion who do you feel like actually won the glee project
1: oh that was such a long time
2: ago yeah I don't remember why Samuel Larson won I think it was because Ryan Murphy was like "Ooh, I want to do an episode on Christianity and it was then, like yeah it was his attachment it? to Christianity <laughs> yeah and um, then
0: also they Lori were like has an Ooh. accent Damien McGinty would be funny if Br- he paired with Britney, thinking that he was Actually, a leprechaun or something.
1: Damien McGinty was really good on the Glee Project. He was. He's, he's like the type of person who everybody likes to work with. He's like yeah. fun oh. to work with.
2: And he was That's, very professional. Yeah. But he was like constantly in the bottom two or three, whatever yes. the bottom was. So but they he got he to always know him really well. Wrote, <laughs> yes that was key is that like Mm -hmm. he wouldn't quite live up to their expectations, but like he kept having to do the sing-off thing at the end and he kept like doing really well. Um, Alex Newell wasn't an actual winner per se, according to the show because they were hard to work with and didn't, it kind of took a very blasé approach until toward the end when they were like getting really serious about like oh uh lindsey pierce was the villain of the season i mean i stand by the fact that the show was successful in making me not like her but i don't personally not like her i think she's very talented now she probably deserved to win
1: it was definitely like a reality tv sort of thing where they had to yeah edit things to specifically make these people fit into the 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 edit they made the yeah. famed
0: it was the editing thing but like yeah. you know ah. the, i will say this and then we'll stop talking about the glee project when it comes to reality shows you said it like that's the thing i know that sometimes they they could edit sentences together to make it sound like you said something even worse but like you still said those words no matter what what the context was so that's a whole other story i will say however I fucking loved Lindsay Pierce this season on Yeah.
2: Glee. Listening to her music again. I like all of a sudden I was listening to the anything goes mashup. And I was like, who is this? And I was like, Blew oh my, my God. Mind. <laughs> I think that was like when we heard her on the show, when we talked about it on Glee, but we were like, why didn't she win? She's really good.
0: Or get a bigger role. Like, yeah. okay. So she's in the very first episode doing the anything goes anything you can do and then she comes back for sectionals to Mm -hmm. blast us away with buenos aires Mm -hmm. which is episode eight and then she's gone and it's like i get it you wanted to like do a a slight arc with like her and um alex but like you could have given her more she could have come back next season i think she was too
1: similar to rachel they wrote her to be too similar to Rachel it, it, to have her actually stay in the show.
2: Yeah. Also, I think she was first introduced in that, like, we want to go to Niada club type thing. Yeah. I think she was like a freshman or a sophomore at the time.
0: Fresh. Uh, yes. Yes. She was not. Cause this season also deals with you. Fi- you finally figure out who's a senior this season.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they figure out, Oh, you have to do shit to get into college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why have to have credits in order to get into a performing arts school? I have to have a background in performing arts. There's applications.
0: I can't do the the non-show that we did last season, which was Rocky Horror Picture Show, and have that count.
2: Yeah, because they didn't even make it to the actual show. I don't even think they actually made it to Tech. No, they didn't.
0: <laughs> no, they did a performance just for Will Schuster that's it Creepy. <laughs> that's yeah it.
2: that's true that's true
0: but I, w- I will say I liked that they started that s- so s- I said with Colin season two laid the ground like season one laid the groundwork obviously season two then built on that to then add more things that they- that then became things that they repeated in the later seasons which was mm-hmm. like one of them was doing a musical and mm-hmm. so this season we got West Side Story, which, oof magoof.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there no.
0: Yes, but like I'm not gonna lie, that's a thing though that a lot of high schools do. Yeah. Um. They, they do. Are you, West why S- are you
2: saying oof magoof? Is it because of like the race stuff or?
0: Yeah, because it's primarily white kids.
2: Yeah. Yep. Um. But that's, I think we talked about that, like, it's like, that's a really common musical to do in high school. So like, they kind of don't really have a choice in that aspect sometimes, especially like really white schools. But also, I don't know, it kind of just like, felt very met in the, in that episode, because we don't get a lot of the story. It's just the music. So if you didn't know West Side Story, you'd be like, what is this?
0: It's Romeo and Juliet, everyone. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but we do get my love, Naya Rivera, playing Anita.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: So she gets to sing Anita's songs, which, ah, oh, fucking A, just, I'm, so I'm still not over it. Yeah. And it's been almost two years now that she passed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, she was, she was so great in this show at being a likable villain yeah well not really a villain. I wouldn't say she's a villain she's just a likable not nice person how's that
2: <laughs> yeah she's got a lot of depth and we discover that like the reason why she's such a bitch to people is because she doesn't want people to know that she's actually really sweet and it's a weird defense mechanism and there's something interesting about that and sh- there's still some- a lot of stuff that's likable about her too
0: which I love her arc this season because you know we which one Satana. No, gets- no, no,
1: which arc? <laughs> oh,
0: her overall <laughs> arc though, where she, you know, comes out finally and her and Britney, uh, we get britanna You know. Oh, yeah. Cuz there's that episode where she comes out to her grandmother and it's
1: heartbreaking. Yes, I remember that.
0: But also very well done. Yeah. Cuz like we got Kurt but like we all know Kurt was gay. I'm gonna just
2: Yeah. That. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like even okay. Bert was like, I knew you were gay when you were a kid, whatever. But like the fact that we get to see now the reverse of it, where somebody comes out to a boomer and it's like, You I'm disowning you. Fuck off.
2: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. um a realistic side of the experience that needed to be um showcased and that like because it does happen, not everyone gets a parent or grandparent like Bert is the dream he kind of is uh, and then i also forgot sam
0: doesn't show up until like episode eight as well in this season
2: yeah because he's um is this the season where he's stripping yes uh-huh oh and then okay. they continuously make fun of the fact that he had to exploit himself for money as in as a child because he was like 17 when he did that yeah. so
0: well, so we find out at the end, he's not a senior or at least he's not a graduating senior. Cause I'm still not sure about like what
2: his actual age is. We were confused and still are confused as to where he's living yes. because he came back and he was going to live with Finn and then Finn graduates. And then we're like, what's Sam doing?
0: He's living where with Mercedes.
2: I think, with, and then they with, break with up, and it's
0: like, <laughs> where's living he with living the with
2: <laughs> My theory
1: is he's living in the school, and nobody knows it. I would buy that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or maybe a parent moved back to Lima.
2: They kind of, like, reference something like that later, where it seems like, oh. Like, his uh, family is there or something? Yeah, it's not specific, but it's just like, oh, yeah, my dad's doing this. And it's like, but your dad's in Kentucky. Mm never fully explained we'll probably never find out
0: so i was blasting through the episodes and i gotta say i this season i don't think there's that many like cringe episodes like the rocky horror show or um Acafellas from season one. (laughs) That's that's a cringe episode. But like the show show still has cringe moments, but I feel like as an episode as a whole, there's a lot of like really good ones and then maybe some like mad ones, but nothing like bad. You know what I mean? I mean,
2: I would only disagree. I think just looking at the list, I'd only disagree with one episode, and that's the Christmas episode. That is a hot mess of an episode. (laughs)
0: Oh, really? I, I was going to say I, 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 I'll I mention this again later uh, when we do Sharp and Flat in the second episode, but Asian F, the whole that, cons- conceit of that episode.
1: That's the one that I was thinking, like, maybe that would be on the list.
2: Because that conceit is like it's Mike Chang gets an A-, which is an Asian F and yeah. he doesn't really want to go to Harvard but doesn't know how to tell his dad. But then, like, a big chunk of that episode is actually about Mercedes going to the treble tones. Yeah. Right. That's the song with the dream girls song that's about Effie's pregnancy. Oh, right. Oh, and God. Because that's- I was listening to the song, I was like, where does that happen? And I was like, Asian F? And I was like, wait a second. That's like a whole chunk of like Mike's episode. No, I remember talking about this. It's it's
1: called Asian F, but Mike's episode like his storyline is a minuscule percentage mm-hmm. of what the episode actually is are you yeah. serious
0: I mean yeah. I was like I said I'm not re-watching it so I'm just reading the titles and I was like oh right Asian F like I feel like if they called it treble tones maybe I wouldn't have hated it so much because like that's the yeah. beginning of the treble tones
2: there's there's definitely like something else they could have done they just were like asian f yes that's a great title and we're all like no
3: um
2: I would like to channel Cullen for a second, even though I would wholeheartedly disagree with this. I feel like he would say that Saturday Saturday Night Gleaver was hella cringe, but I love disco, so I would disagree. (laughs) Oh,
1: oh, I hated that episode, but only because Uh I hate
2: 70s music. You both hated it. And I was like, 60s and 70s music. Oh, no, I hate it. (laughs)
1: Okay.
0: So have you all seen Saturday Night Fever?
2: I've only seen parts of it. I don't
0: think so. So the movie itself is wild weird crazy. I would suggest you watch it and then forget about it immediately because the ending is super cringeworthy but I will agree that the muse I like disco so I oh, like the God. music from it. Yeah. So um, I just don't rem- I feel like this was them also reaching a little bit where it's like who is this episode for? Like uh, the performances were great that episode. Don't get me wrong; I love the performances, but yeah. like, who, like, why are we mashing up Glee and Saturday Night Fever
2: music? Uh, it's definitely for the parents and grandparents who watch the show with with their kids. That's what I think. But then we, <laughs> but get I dis- was like, we get I'm with- also that grandparent. Apparently,
0: we get uh, Mercedes singing Disco Inferno, which. Oh
1: that and i think that's what i chose my favorite song to be that episode i'm yeah. pretty sure that
2: was my favorite song I would, yeah i i don't remember what mine was i think it actually may have been boogie shoes which was unique when we first meet unique because oh, they do I spying, forgot right
0: that- they, they spy on on uh vocal adrenaline or something like that
2: yeah god i forgot that that unique was in vocal adrenaline. I just kind of yep. was like, they just showed up one day. With
0: Jesse. Jesse's yeah, back. Jesse? Uh, I love uh, Jesse. I have a love hate with Jesse because like he was great season one. Season two, it's like, why are you there? And then now season three, he's the coach, and it's like, sure. I
1: guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I really wanted Jesse to have more storylines. Like honestly. He gives off protagonist vibes, just mm. but we don't get any of his story. But so, also,
0: Jesse's also being a little. Homophobic. He's terrible in
1: this. He's he's real bad in in the storyline that we get with him and Unique. Like that's, with
0: this season, because then yes, you know with this, when he, in this season when he comes back in later seasons, he grew up a little bit more and got mm. better. He's... Well, see,
1: that's like he has an arc that we don't see.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. I want the Rosencrantz and Gildan of him. <laughs> <You> well <know? laughs> while, while New Directions is doing this, what's Jesse doing and growing up somewhere? Um, yep. but also this season we have ooh, I want to say two episodes based off of artists.
2: Yeah, Michael
0: and somebody uh, dance with somebody
2: dance with somebody that's right because the dance with somebody was because of Whitney passing yeah Yeah.
0: which this is a great I'm doing a full circle within like the first 20 minutes of this episode there's a line that Emma says in dance with somebody where she talks about how when princess Diana died it was a figure for her that you know she resonated with and everything and so these kids are resonating with Whitney Houston for me that is Naya Rivera I'm not mm. gonna lie to you guys yeah that is the perfect line and I, I I I bawled when she passed away or I was just like we are robbed of this human of this talent like I, I wish I could have seen her do more do like a musical movie or something where she's the lead yeah whether it's good or not is another question but I just wanted to hear her voice one more time and yeah yeah th- I mean we all have that celebrity that we all resonate towards and dance with somebody was a great representation of that I'm g- and that's all I'm gonna say for my memory
2: <laughs> yeah I think like I think we had to kind of talk about like we were confused about like why they were so connected to Whitney Houston when like Whitney Houston's prime was before they were even born uh, wasn't but like the 80s yeah
0: 80s uh, early 90s yeah
2: and then but yeah like I mean coming back to it at that point and also like the fact that uh the three of us and Cullen talked about uh Cory Monteith's passing on our episode of Glee boot, like
0: yes which I believe came out already I hope it did <laughs> not
2: yet not yet Mm-mm. no no but i mean in terms be, of oh, r- yeah, oh, release yeah. of this
0: episode yes oh it yeah we're
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> we're in the
0: future everyone <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yes it totally came out and i think like mine would be someone like anton yelchin who died oh my a yes.
0: god yes
2: accident mm-hmm. and right before the the third star trek installment came out and it was just it's so, cause it's they're so, so young and they had so, so much sad. left to give. Like, so I think actually now, like think about it from that perspective, I definitely have more of a, a connection to that episode now.
0: Well, so I feel like what they're trying to say with that episode is not necessarily that they loved Whitney Houston, the person is that her music transcended mm-hmm. the person. And even at that point, everyone knew I will always love you. They sang it earlier in the season, actually. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, her other music, like she was still making music in the early 2000s. Yeah.
1: Well, I remember being really upset when Michael Jackson died for no other reason that my mom listened to Michael Jackson's music all the time because she loves 80s music. Mm -hmm. And I was just upset about it because that's the connection that I had was through my mom. So I guess it's sort of like that in which like you don't have a connection to the actual person but you might have connections like you were saying through their music or through other people who listen to their music like it it becomes important through the connections that you have with other people and that's what makes a really great artist great is the connections they make and like i'm
0: glad that they got they got to do their music because like both whitney and michael had Bangers, and they yeah. yep they they did a lot. I mean, if you really look at the, like the list of songs, they did a lot more Michael Jackson songs this season in multiple episodes,
2: yeah, uh-huh. uh, than
0: Whitney. But like,
2: they had great.
0: Uh, songs that they covered and like i really liked in the episode michael that they did the smooth criminal that was the oh, two cellos version yes.
2: so good that like, could so be the good. best one of the best songs of this season and the show
0: Ooh, i'm gonna argue with some other ones but we'll talk about that next episode oh.
2: <laughs>
0: well okay i i wouldn't say I Not would totally say that the best, it's the best. But
2: one of the best.
0: One of the best. I will agree yes. with you on that. Because you have uh, Sebastian Smythe and Santana. Fucking Santana. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I believe there's a wind machine. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remembering like hair flying everywhere and paper flying, but I could be making that shit up. <laughs> and like the two cellos in the center and they're like scream yep. yelling at each other. Ah. Ah. So good. So good.
2: And that's the episode where she tapes a recorder to her <laughs> side boob or under boob. And I literally spent 20 minutes with the podcast being okay, but like how? Like <laughs> how? Like boob sweat. Like what? How? Awesome. Hey, listen, they never actually like play the
1: tape. So my theory is she never actually recorded it and it was just a blank tape. That- uh, no, they did don't. record
2: it. They did but, because they No, they, they don't used play back. Yeah, they do. They no, play it they back don't. to. Isn't it? Isn't that? She wit, just was holds
1: it... up the tape and she's like, "Because I have you on tape," and then she tosses it to someone, and they don't ever play it out loud.
2: Who do they play back something for? Is that Hunter Clarington? Am I?
1: Uh, they play. <sighs> don't they play something back when they're talking about like steroids or something? Yes. Okay, I mix those two
2: up which yeah. is something okay okay yes that makes sense
0: but i mean she still tapes something to her side boob in this <laughs> and i mean like, i wouldn't be surprised
2: i'm like physically how
0: but and, and if you really think about it her closet um uh, which you know her all of her costumes that she wears it, are very skin tight yeah.
2: that, like, that's what i say like you would see it mm-hmm. santana
0: don't do blousy Mm-mm. nope <laughs> um Uh 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 where do I want to go with this? Have we talked have we really talked about the Triple Tones yet? Like in depth? No, we Uh, haven't. We kind of mentioned. Not
2: really, yeah.
0: So the women of New Directions, mostly uh Mercedes, Santana, and uh, um Brittany leave New Directions for different reasons. Where Mercedes is like, you always give shit to Rachel. I want to go here and be the star, which don't blame her because yep. Yeah.
1: That was an epic like break up. too. Yeah. Yeah. It was she just yeah. went off on Mr. Shoe. It was great.
0: And then I forget the actual reason why Santana left, but didn't she like bring Britney with her?
2: Yeah. Or was it the it reverse? Like that. I think it was Santana wanted to go. I think, I think Mercedes talked Santana into it.
0: Yeah. But like there was, I, I know there was a reason, Hey, you guys, you know, the socials by now, Write in, tell me the reason. Cause I'm, my brain is not remembering.
2: And we're well, not going to rewatch the episode. No, <laughs> no, there's,
0: there's a lot that happens that I'm just like, I could not. I mean, that is a great episode. Like I said, there was a lot of great episodes this season. If you really like look at it as a whole, Um, There are cringe moments within it, which um, I kind of now want to talk about Quinn.
2: (laughs) Speaking of cringe. Yeah. Um, Well, we kind of do go back to how we talked like, oh, we forgot that about Krosky's attempted suicide. Um, That's also the same episode in which Quinn gets uh, hit by a car, apparently. Wait, that's the same episode? Is it? Yeah. On my way. Kurovsky no. tries to commit suicide. Quinn ends up in a car crash while sending a text to Rachel. You're right. Because cough syrup is, yep. Cough okay. syrup is the
0: montage that they but, use uh, for him committing suicide.
2: And, like, Whoa. I just, I really still need to talk about the peanut butter show circle thing. Okay. So when karofsky dies, she was like, let's no, gather in, die. have a show. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> when he, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: How dare you!
2: I'm so focused on the peanut butter show circle. It's so cringe. Like, so when they find out that krofsky attempted suicide, Shu gathers them in the auditorium, is like, guys, let's have a show circle, sit down. And they're talking about something, I don't know, first that they want to have. And Rory's like, I've never had peanut butter. That's my crappy impression. And then Glorious. he like he gives him peanut butter and he's and like people are eating peanut butter and Tina says something dumb because that's what the show had to give her. It's so cringe. Who and, had peanut butter with them at school?
0: I don't remember.
2: I don't know. I think I don't know. She or did she bring it bag. because
0: he knew that like Rory wanted to try peanut butter? Like I really hope no this. one had
1: peanut allergies. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But then, but then you have the the warblers, uh, and, like, and uh, new directions change because this is also the regionals episode.
2: Yeah, wait, and, the on my way. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes.
0: Oh, and they they wow. change. wait. So it's
2: regionals.
1: It's it's the the almost wedding. wedding. Uh-huh. It's the car crash. It's also the almost suicide. Yeah. That's why
2: it's so cringe. There's too many things happening. But, well, i don't
0: I don't want to say it's cringe because like these are hot button topics that um some, like glee Glee felt like they had to talk about it because of their audience. the yes. audience was younger, um, and oh, they were what? like, "We see you don't like uh, I believe the they bookended it with like the suicide prevention hotline if i remember correct I like, you have did. to do yeah. that for an episode like this yeah. so but like the fact that they then this is okay this is the cringe moment when the warblers and the new directions changed their set lists to be like because karofsky almost committed suicide let's talk about yes
2: oh. uh-huh that was very cringe like That's a um,
0: cringe moment. But the episode, I feel like, was still pretty good. If well, it, there's another
2: <laughs> cringe moment in the show circle is when Shu is explaining a time when he felt so low that he can cons- oh, yeah. possibly killing himself. It was because he got like a bad grade or something and he was afraid to tell his dad. And I'm like, listen, the kid who tried to commit suicide was dealing with his his identity and he was gonna be he was being bullied at school and he was also dealing with the fact that he had bullied kurt and so he was still trying to kind of go through all of those feelings like and he wasn't was like his parents things.
0: also not like not
2: accepting not accepting yeah he was go- he was like cruising at like bars and he like shouldn't have been because he obviously wasn't 21 and, Seba- was, and
0: also Sebastian like led him on in a way or something
2: well Sebastian actually basically was like you're too fat kind of thing or like no one's gonna love you kind of thing it okay, was
0: you, you, you two have to hold me back because I'm about to punch Sebastian Smythe
2: it's it's crazy and then the fact that Sebastian Smythe just kind of like turns around randomly I don't remember what that moment is but all of a sudden, he's not he feels guilty. Evil. It, uh, was
1: it because he felt bad for putting someone in the hospital?
2: Yeah,
0: Is that felt- it? Because, because I feel like Sebastian Smike was the cat, uh, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back mm. uh, for Karowski. Yeah, because you know Karowski, like you said, was dealing with all these other emo- emotions, and then he hits on Sebastian. And Sebastian calls him fat, and he's like, okay, well. I'm going to go. Bye. And that's when cough syrup happens. And oh, it's so
1: heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's rough to watch.
0: But like, I'm looking at the list of songs in that episode. Like, the Warblers sing Stand and Glad You Came, which outside of this, they are outside of the story. Okay, I'm going to ask you two to separate yourselves from the story. Those are great performances, I feel like
2: uh yeah I mean I think the warblers are still really uh vivacious and Mm -hmm. which is which is really kind of their their winning point for me is that like I don't mind watching them because they're all over yeah I don't
1: think I've actually seen a warbler performance that I was like I hate that specifically if you just look at the performance it's usually new (laughs) direction we're like
2: wow that sucks
0: and speaking (laughs) of new directions they their songs were fly i believe i can fly that stupid mashup Uh um but you have the treble tones singing stronger uh what doesn't kill you the kelly clarkson song which that's
2: cringe in the context, that's cringe. That's cringe. It doesn't kill but, you, makes you stronger. No, thank you.
0: But now I'm. At, I asked you to separate yourselves from the but context. Yes,
2: I, I have to talk about all the cringe.
0: Well, okay. So in terms of like listening to it though, like as no audio. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, on, it's it comes on your it, it comes on your shuffle or whatever, and you're like. You mean this no video? No video. That's what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> Words are
2: hard. I,
0: I'm talking a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah no, I think everything the treble tones. I don't think there's anything the treble tones do that I not like. I love this.
1: Uh pretty much the same way the
2: treble are, tones are very
1: talented.
2: Are you? Do you not like it? I no, I love them. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we I love them. Oh, okay. I thought
0: okay, we're, we're misunderstanding. We're misunderstanding. <laughs> no, yeah, like there's nothing. <laughs> we're, that all done the <laughs> that we're all on
2: the was same page. We're all on the same page. Oh no, like that. That has never happened. I was like, yes. I yes. will agree yeah.
0: with you though. In context of the episode, why this choice? But like out of context of the episode, as like a performance, it's banger. Yeah.
2: And then I believe
0: <laughs> they sing "Here's to Us" in terms of the episode, or is that after they win? I don't remember.
2: I think it's after think they it's after. win. I feel like it is after they win.
0: Okay, because then you know. Quinn is texting and driving on the way to Finn and Rachel's wedding, which pin put a pin in that. <laughs> uh, she gets in a car crash. And the next episode she's in a wheelchair. And the first song that her and Artie singer is I'm still standing by Elton John.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah um you know it... Oh. Hate, it. hate it yeah it uh poorly executed i think is the word we're looking for okay well but like even going back hate to the first pretty close though
0: even going back to the first episode of this season for quinn um
2: because yeah, this is edgy quinn we haven't even talked about the fact that she tried to steal her baby back
0: Oh well, even before then, you know, she's like punk rock alt girl. dyed her hair because at yes. the end of season two, she cuts her hair really short and it looks very cute.
2: It looks so good.
0: I I don't hate the purple. I just wish that like she that, Alyssa like, and
2: I liked it. the pink or the pink. pink or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. it was so good. It was
1: yeah. she needed it was to like cool. keep it that way. Forever I was into the nose ring. I, I, I was right.
0: in, I was into everything. I do agree though with I believe it was Santana that. Bitch slapped her with some truths, or it's like, you need to take a shower. Or I was like, yeah, I can see that. Like, my smell of vision is kicking in. You're, you, you reek, girl. But like, she has the identity of crisis where, um, uh, she's the alt girl and then she goes back. She pretends to be the old Quinn to steal her baby back.
2: Yeah. Oh, what? And she, like, is this, what is is this the end this of
0: is, season two or the beginning? No, of this is two? no this is season three. This, this is, is all the three. Lord. Okay. Remember, and, yeah,
2: remember Puck and Shelby?
0: Dating. Oh yeah, Shelby. So it's
2: all of this. Okay, yep, okay.
0: And then and then uh Quinn like snaps out of that. Um she's back to whatever she was before, and then she gets into the car accident, and then she finds Jesus. Oh wait, no, she finds Jesus and then gets into the car accident. And then could walk at the end of the season because she wants to walk at prom. And not gonna lie, yes. it is an emotional moment. I did cry. <laughs> I, I remember.
2: And this is also the it, where she's like hanging out with dreads, uh Joe. <laughs> Joe. Yeah physical she therapy. Finds- yeah, it's oh, and or it's she- like sensual, and I don't like it. she yeah.
0: finds she finds Jesus with Joe.
2: Oh, that's what you meant by Jesus. Gotta it, gotta it, gotta.
0: It. Yes, yes, yes. She got literally yeah. finds Jesus because. Uh-huh. 100%. remember was like in season one she was part of the purity club or whatever
2: yeah um, she yes. always wore a
0: cross uh, so when she, she was pregnant.
1: pregnant
0: yeah <laughs> um, Irony. oh god there's so much that happens this season it's a lot uh there's a um lot. i kind of do i want to talk about will let's talk about will <laughs> will schuster
2: okay oh,
0: so this is the season that he proposes to emma
2: yeah, he yes. and Emma are like finally rid of Terry. Yep. They're officially <laughs> dating
1: well,
2: at this point. Yeah. Officially uh, dating.
0: And then I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the uh Love in a Hopeless Place or whatever that song is called,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that again a, as a performance, it's fun. we found love is is so much fun. It's so it is over the top glade. You're like, I'm in I'm into the synchronized swimming.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's I don't. There's like nothing really else to compare it to that I can think of because it is is just kind of like off the wall. But it's like, I, yeah, it's fun. But it's, when you put it's it in like context, Vogue. You're how like, about
0: that? How about that? It's like Vogue when they did when they did Vogue and they recreated the music video. Yes, it's a yeah. music video.
2: It's cool. It is, I yeah. love
0: it. And then he walks on water and proposes to her.
2: It's great is but isn't he in like an all-white suit like he's an all-white tux yeah that looks good on anyone but i don't care he walks on plexiglass on
0: water it's fine (laughs) it's fun it's glee it's everything and then you know i mean if you really think about the lyrics of the song it's like hopeless place (laughs) yep (laughs) it's it's i i went on a whole rampage about um uh, the, that Bruno Mars song that they sang in season two I believe where uh, um, Marry You
2: Marry You yeah
0: uh, where I'm like this is a bad song for Carol, Bert and Carol to be walking down the aisle and I mean <laughs> yeah We Found Love is n- not the greatest song if you really think about the lyrics but like it's a it's a fun time they're sparklers
2: and in that episode they like He's like, hey, Glee Club, I want you to pick the song I should propose to my future wife with because I'm too lazy to do it, essentially. And they have like what I would consider at least somewhat bet. well, the girls have a somewhat more sensual and romantic song, whether or not it's good is, you know, up for debate. But like, then they, they just kind of land on this pop number and it's like, I don't know. Is that sentimental? But who cares? It's fun. Hey, listen. You know, maybe the proposal would
1: work if he wasn't proposing to Emma.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it was someone, totally someone else, different and maybe. Emma was free of him.
1: Yes. Listen, her character would not appreciate
2: this.
0: I feel like this season, besides all. that episode, though, Will kind of took a backseat.
2: Um, I'm looking at the Spanish teacher right here. Oh, the Spanish um, teacher! I forgot about that. Yes. Uh,
0: when- <laughs> this was
2: probably my favorite episode to talk about on the podcast, and like, I'm so excited to revisit it very briefly.
0: Because, because Ricky Martin.
2: Yes, love Ricky Martin.
0: I um, I was so happy that they that he came on, and then also that there was some songs in Spanish that they were like, "We're not going to translate it for you." Goodbye. <laughs>
2: Um, that like, episode does start with La Cucaracha. If we're talking about cringe again,
0: oh yeah, we're well. It's clean. We always talk about cringe. Let's go real <laughs> here. Uh, doesn't Sam also perform Bombaleo Hero in like a matador costume as well?
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, that happened. And then there. And then they have a Spanish off with Ricky Martin. Oh Richard. no no no
0: no! He doesn't wear that. Will wear Will that has. in a little less conversation.
1: Yep. And yes. yep. And then Mike and Brittany are dressed
2: up as bulls and it's the worst. Uh-huh. But like
0: again, Santana in that episode, she's not wrong.
2: She makes a fantastic point. And then also like outs him for the fact that like he doesn't even meet the basic qualifications for his job. Yep.
0: And that's also when we figure out that he wasn't uh uh certified. Uh, like he just started he just did it he
2: all he had to do he saw the job was open he needed the job he had to take the test basically i guess would be like the praxis for spanish teaching spanish and he took it and like barely passed it so he got his license to do that but he wasn't actually like good at spanish and then ricky martin's like yeah, because they're because Ricky Martin is like hosting night classes for people who want to learn Spanish, and Will decides to take them or is like is forced to take them, and that's really embarrassing. But then he replaces the amnesiatic history teacher, or yes. could just be a flat out Nazi history teacher. Yeah, who's like the Nazis won World War Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what oh, so happened this episode? Her. I
0: forgot about that.
2: This episode is probably
0: it's a mixed it's, bag it's, how about that
2: yeah but there's so many fun things to talk about that it's just like oh can you believe this happened because ricky <laughs> no. martin gets to sing sexy and i know it yes oh, i love that he is he i
0: mean so ricky martin is only in this episode and i kind of wish he came back in future episodes
2: yeah
0: um Cause like, I do love me the Holly holidays and the April roads and everything, but like, give me what's his name? David Martinez. Mm
2: -hmm. Give me him. Yeah.
0: But I think this is a good time. So I have this segment that I've been doing with Glee, where I basically sat down with one of my former music teachers to talk about Will Schuster and, you know, Glee in general. So Let's all have a listen to that conversation. Life is a life, but life is but a life is a soul. Well, it's that time again. Welcome back, Christy Adams, my former high school teacher. Well, one of my former high school music teachers, I should say. I've had plenty. Let's talk season three. This, as a season, I feel like this is like the best one out of all of them. I was
1: literally just going to say that
0: (laughs) it's the best one because um, I know in season two, they introduced like the original song concept, which they brought over for this season as well. Sometimes, but man, this, they should have ended here.
3: (laughs) I could not agree with you more. And, and when it continued, I was like, maybe I'll watch and see what happens. And then I remember initially punching out for a while after the season because the season was so, the content was good. The music was good. The storylines made sense that the wrap up was just with a perfect little bow, you know, Mm -hmm. just.
0: They won. Yes. The the underdogs won. Yes. But um, now let's talk about Mr. Schuster for a second. (laughs) As usual, was he a good teacher this season in your opinion?
3: Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. <laughs> Depends on when you're talking about. Now, the start of it with the whole purple piano thing, I thought that was great because it, you're.
0: That was that's four. I think I
3: thought that was no. I think that was the beginning of this one. This said the boot camp. He was like giving the boot. This is when um Adina Menzel comes in.
0: Oh oh my God! I'm confused. No, because season four starts with the new Rachel. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler for season four. But yes, <laughs> when you that's right. When you see the purple piano, you have to bust out into song to yeah, get in I, new members.
3: Yeah, he was like, you know, trying to, because they just come off the loss and, and I mean, which they deserve because of how they acted in New York. If they would have won, that would have been. I would have been very mad. So they deserve that loss 100%. But he... The, one of the positives of his character is he's you know trying to encourage them to not give up and to keep pushing and this is what we do as musicians and as as, as a team we just keep working at, at our craft we don't just give up and say okay so that was good and then you know making them do a boot camp like okay this is we're all gonna step up our game and we're gonna get together a couple times a week I, I love those ideas I think they were great um, I like the idea when he, I mean, this was a good episode and a bad episode, but when he's like, okay, we're into Spanish music. And I was like, okay, that, that, that's a good idea. If you do that for more than five days.
0: <laughs> right.
3: And that's just, you know,
0: but that's I also mean, when he gets fired as a Spanish teacher,
3: which is deserved. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it's funny because I looked up That season makes me look up the Ohio teacher certification rules because I've always been like, you could just get a teaching job. Like, what is this? You don't have to, that always confused me because in New York, we have very strict rules and Ohio, they make it seem like, well, you could just go in and do an interview and you've got the job and, oh, there's a position open in this math teacher and you went to college. You could just teach that. That's definitely not how it works. And it doesn't Uh, work that way in Ohio either. Ohio requires a bachelor's in the subject you want to teach. And there's a rigorous uh, test taking process to become a certified teacher. And so so at least kinda... you don't,
0: you don't have to have an education degree. You're saying like, if well, I went, if I went to school for math. Yeah. If I, went to, if I have a bachelor's in math, I can become a math teacher in a high school.
3: You, you would still have to go through the, um, state certification process which takes Hi. a year a year to two years they still want you to student teach in a school district and so you can't okay. you can't just show up and
0: <laughs> what i can't just be like i'm gonna teach i don't know social studies <laughs> yeah that was the, the whole
3: thing that that whole scenario that plays out is something that really confused me that season because up to that point you think he's a certified spanish teacher that you know, does the glee club as an extracurricular activity, which happens all the time.
0: Right. A
3: lot of schools all across the country that have, you know, people who are not music teachers that run a music club after school, because they're the only ones who could do it, you know, which is fine.
0: Or or to generalize that there's a teacher that uh, teaches a subject that then does an after school program that's a different subject entirely. Exactly. I remember uh in high school a social studies teacher was the football coach
3: right right he doesn't exactly
0: (laughs) he was a football coach or or uh, was he football I don't remember he was sports ball of sorts (laughs) sports ball (laughs) I love it (laughs) so when do you think Mr. Schuster should have been fired this season (laughs)
3: Oh, gosh. or just
0: not hired because he's not a Spanish teacher
3: that that's really what it boils down to for me and and because it raises so many questions about, you know, it takes you back to season one. That's why he planted the drugs on Finn, because he doesn't have the teaching skill set. To know how to deal or communicate with children, and hence the Sue Sylvester constant jokes of your inappropriate relationship with teenagers, mm. kind of makes a little bit of sense now. It does. Why, why are you working at a high school? Because you interviewed; it was the only open position. What does that even mean?
0: Because <laughs> he just wanted to be a Glee teacher, I guess. I don't know.
3: Yeah, and how long was he teaching before Glee Club was? I don't know. See, this is where the questions come in.
0: This is where and all so, these all these like deeper questions that you're like you didn't answer any of these but thank you for the glitz and glamour
3: (laughs) yeah we could have just made him a history teacher from the very beginning i mean i know where i was we had um a social studies teacher that was our lighting designer because he was a social studies teacher but he had a lighting degree oh that's awesome yeah so he he would after school he'd come and work with the theater kids and the stage crew and teach them lighting and so that's fine but He was a certified social studies teacher. (laughs) He could teach these things, you know?
0: I mean, it also, I guess, makes sense as to the erratic, like, lesson a week things. Cause he doesn't
3: doesn't know. He doesn't know. He has no idea. He's flying by the seat in his pants.
0: Speaking of that, are there any lessons or themes this season that you would use in your classroom or that you thought you were like, oh, that's awesome? I never thought of this.
3: I I like the. So the Whitney Houston tribute happens
0: this season. Yeah. Cause that's, which, she, she, that's when she passed away. A yes. moment, moment of history for us.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That, that, now that we're dating ourselves here. Um,
0: oh boy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I, I, what I appreciate about that is that's something that every music teacher should take time out for when there's an icon like that passes, you need to pause whatever your regularly scheduled programming is and acknowledge that and, teach a bit about it before you go back to what you were doing. Um, you know, like when David Bowie passed, I didn't know David Bowie had passed until I got to school. And I'm walking through the hallways of our high school and all the kids are standing in the hallways, looking solemn and sad. And I'm like, what's up? And they're like, David Bowie passed away this morning. And I laughed because I thought they were joking. Cause who thinks that 16 year olds know who David Bowie is, you know? Right. And they were, they looked at me like I was crazy and a kid took out his phone and he showed me and I, I, and so we spent time talking about David Bowie, and we ended up doing a David Bowie song in a concert because they asked. And so that's important to acknowledge because, you know, we might think that, like, for me, this is a perfect example. I didn't think they listened to David Bowie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you think kids today are listening to Ariana Grande and, and, you know, Dua Lipa. Like, nobody's listening to David Bowie, but I was completely wrong. Completely wrong.
0: Kids these days, they like to keep you on the edge, I guess. <laughs>
3: This is true.
0: <laughs> so how did you feel the choreography this season was done with the competition uh, settings?
3: Still good. Um, with, again, it's never new directions. It's always the other, the other schools, you know?
0: Yeah, You're, that are a little extra.
3: Yeah, they always set us up in a situation where you could tell this is the choir we don't care about because they don't move or they're old people or they have... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's always this, (laughs) they're roller skating, you know, whatever it is, this uh, very obvious situation where this choir doesn't count.
0: This is the, this is the joke choir. This is the choir that there, that is there is new directions competition. And then there's new directions. New
3: directions. Exactly. And, and more often than not, the, the choir that's the competition for new directions is the over the top flipping through the air. Right. non-realistic choreography very cool looking choreography but not realistic in any way
0: well so in this season we have another choir that they're kind of that they're also going against which is the treble tones yes. the women's choir within mckinley um how do you feel those um adina menzel comes back this season how do you feel she treated those students
3: i think adina menzel no offense to will schuster was a better teacher
0: yes. um i mean I, she has a she probably has a degree in it that's why <laughs> yeah this is true
3: <laughs> this is true um yeah i i think she has a, a much better finesse she's she's better at getting them to work together and like i mean she's get she gets handed sugar who can't sing and then by the time we see the treble tones first performance she's singing and she's obviously fine because her voice doesn't stick out so she's done something right there and
0: she actually gave her uh, like like you said in c oh I can't remember what episode you we talked about this but like you want to highlight everyone you don't want to focus only on one person you want to like give everyone a moment and even in I will survive slash survivor uh you have sugar doing the what what like she like they highlight her as a dancer but she's also now like quote unquote singing, even though right.
3: she's given her due, you know, which yeah. you know, if you're going to have this kind of uh, performance setting where everybody's getting solos all the time, you've got to have those opportunities for everybody to feel like they're part of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's otherwise you get people who act like Rachel and Mercedes. Mercedes the beginning of the season is something else. But, you know, when students start acting like that, that's because you're giving them everything all the time. You're not trying to share the wealth with everybody and give everybody a fair chance, you know? Right. You never know who's going to surprise you, too, and come out and be this amazing performer that you didn't know about.
0: Like Britney. Right. Britney Spears. Exactly. <laughs> she had a whole episode last season that we didn't talk about. But, like, well, we didn't have to. But she was <laughs> great. Uh, and then finally, so last season we talked about Rocky Horror. This season they did West Side Story with 2021 eyes (laughs) do you feel like they should have done west side story
3: i directed west side story at our high school so i'm totally for west side story i think it has very important content that is Mm -hmm. the whole conflict the whole uh racial injustice all those things are very important topics to to bring forth in today's society um we were, we were fortunate enough that we, we did it. It was a huge success. And uh, I had seen it on Broadway a year or two prior to us doing it. And the Broadway version, they changed the ending. Spoiler. I mean, I don't know if it's going to come back to Broadway. But yeah, so at the end, instead of this happy ending, um, the two gangs go to fight again and then the credits start. So when I brought it to the high school, uh. yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, instead so, of everyone leaving the stage when Tony dies? Yeah, uh, every,
3: they would go to fight again.
0: That's amazing. <laughs>
3: so I, I went to my production team and I said, I'm doing this. And my lighting designer was like, I'm on it. And so um, the way we finished ours was Tony's lying dead in the middle of the stage. And the entire cast, both Jets and Sharks, go to fight again and then they freeze. And the stage lighting went red and the pit played the butter in minor, and then the curtain
0: closed. It that's, was awesome. That's 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 a, that's sexy. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't mean just I'm like, like the description of it. Like I, I mean I would probably lose my mind if I saw it in the audience. Be like, oh my god, what
2: the hell? what just <laughs>
3: happened? <laughs> yeah i mean i I attribute a lot of that success to our lighting designer because i just blocked everybody like frozen in position you know like they were going to fight again knives drawn fists out you know but he's the one that turned the whole stage red and then as the curtain closed there was a single red spot on tony and it was just it was (laughs) gut-wrenching
0: bravo bravo
3: well but that so to answer your question i completely agree with it um I don't know if um, Beast and Pillsbury should have given Artie as much free reign as a student director as they did. I mean, we've always had student directors as well. I've given them a scene or two, but I wouldn't let them full on.
0: Do the whole show.
3: Yeah. You know, a lot of student directors job is to learn how to do the job later on. Um, to learn how to call a show, to learn how to write all the cues, to learn how to direct themselves. And, and, you know, when you give them a scene, I say, a scene like I feel pretty, you don't give them like America that has the entire cast in it, or at least half the cast with, which is 40 people and say, okay, block this. Like that's.
0: Oh, really? You wouldn't do one hand, one heart since it's only two people.
3: It's a very vulnerable scene. Got it that's that is a very important romantic scene and so you need a good set of eyes on that one um, mm-hmm. you want something that's not as intense
0: you know okay. a good
3: a good fluff scene that the audience will appreciate but that the student can like
0: got it I now I see I feel I feel pretty is also like a four person scene
3: yeah it's not that much it's very right. very very simple to do you know and and I, I have, it depends on my student director I've had shows where if the student director is really good, I'll give them more scenes. If they're a little weak, I'll keep jumping in while they're blocking their scene. Right.
0: I mean, you like know? if you if you have if you have the teacher student relationship with somebody for like three years that you have a little shorthand going, you could be like, do the do this big scene or whatever. I trust you.
3: Right. But right. if it's a exactly. new
0: if it's a new person, you'd be like, ooh, let's kid gloves.
3: Right, and that's why I'm saying. It was Artie's first directing experience, if I remember correctly. And so to give him the whole show... Now, now, granted, there's something to be said that you got the football coach and the guidance counselor doing the show. Maybe that was part of the problem. I don't know. That Again, that does happen in other schools and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting that part of it down, but for them to go, well, that's who we are. We're the guidance counselor and the football coach, so we're going to let the kid do the whole thing. You might not have wanted to sign him as the, the
0: advisors for this then because i gotta say though i'm happy that at least they had advisors true <laughs> knowing they the would... show they would have been like good luck
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is very true
0: Ah, uh, and then uh to go back to will how do you feel about his relationships with the students this season
3: i i i think it's the one season i'm okay with um yeah because you've seen the relationships build for three years Mm -hmm. I I completely relate to that whole aspect of it they feel like your kids you know when I would talk to my friends these are my kids these you know these are I'm invested in what's happening with them in their personal lives you know that whole last episode Mm -hmm. where he sings to them we've done that you know I've done that personally it's you build these bonds with them that when they leave and the prospect of you never seeing them again comes up, which happens, obviously, right. I think maybe 30% of my students stay in touch. But, you know, when you know that you have that bond with them and now this could be it, it's really hard.
0: I know? mean, look at us. It's been blobby do years that I've been your student. So yeah. yeah, we still keep in touch all the time. Yeah, Yeah.
3: <laughs> It's, it's just, I, I, I appreciate his relationships with them this season, you know, it's, wow. it's well, well done. And, and he, and he cares because you see him fighting, you know, Finn doesn't know if he wants to go to college. So he, he brings him to the guidance department, sits him down and makes him look through booklets. And then he corners him again, knowing you probably didn't do that. Listen, I I'm going to keep pulling for you. It's so relatable as a teacher on so many levels, the things he does for them this season.
0: That's, you know? yeah. Yeah, and it's great, because, you know, um, as we'll see with next season, uh, some of them are still there. So it's not a whole new cast of uh, for us, the viewers, to get, um, to learn about. But, right. and at least, you know, the torch will be passed on to for these new members to be like, oh, this is how this is our shorthand this is how will is as a teacher blah 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 so
3: and that and that's what you can hope for is that the younger ones see the relationship you have with the older ones that just continues forever after that
0: well banger of a conversation absolutely
3: thank (laughs) you for having me
0: yeah let's have you come back for season four Woo. Life is but but So what did you guys think?
2: <laughs> I I appreciated that she was very invested in the realism of <laughs> shoes lack of qualification. <laughs> because sometimes i worry i'm like oh we talk about that a lot and like it's a show but like it's stuff that sticks out it's, um it's also
0: and- a show that is semi grounded in realism i'll say that
2: yeah so it's kind of like you have to pick and choose what really matters and what doesn't but that definitely matters <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. And you know what? I forgot. I completely forgot about this conversation I had with her. And I will I'm going to amend what I said earlier about West side story. It's not cringe, but I mean like if I remember correctly, it was like uh Santana, uh Puck, uh Mike Chang. Like there was a mixed bag of kids playing the sharks. So Mm
1: -hmm. I wish that Mercedes had gotten Maria because she deserved it. I'm not going to
0: lie. I don't think she, her voice is right for Maria to be, if I'm going to be totally honest, at least what we've seen on the show. I don't think her voice is right for Maria.
1: I kind of disagree. I would have liked to see her in the role just so that we could see her, you know, shine. But I mean, this is the reason why she joined the Trouble Tones, right? This is it, oh, is it, that is the it not? Or is it? I think she, it's a
2: combination because she weren't going to give Maria, her...
1: and then they put her in the chorus, and then Schuster was like, "You're right. it's... on her for not, for not dancing correctly."
0: Yeah, yeah, because they go to um, they do the boot camp.
1: So I wonder if maybe that's like one of the reasons that they just decided not to give it to her story wise plot wise is so that she would have a reason to go to the treble tones um but i'm still tired of seeing rachel get everything like that it's just it's so hard to watch when she gets and it's, everything it's there's not like gonna no get competition
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: they create the treble tones to
2: give her competition and there isn't any like they're and like
0: they, <laughs> no they're- they
2: did the same thing with the treble tones giving new directions competition and then New Directions won over them. And I'm like, it does,
1: yeah, it they how? Like created the competition, but then went back and decided that they didn't want them to win. So it wasn't actually competition. Yeah. It's
2: yeah it's the illusion of competition. Correct?
0: You know what? Much likely, I kind of want to pause the conversation here and we'll continue talking about the treble tones versus new direction in the next episode. Um, so what do you both have to plug or promote at the moment?
2: Um, you can follow Glee Boot. It is our podcast. Mm-hmm. We talk about Glee, and we talk about it from the perspective of how we would redo it. Different things that we just hate about it, <laughs> and things that we like too, when that comes up. Um, you can mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We are at Glee Boot Pod. That's G L E E B O O T P O D, and then you can also follow us on Tumblr. That's right, we have a Tumblr. Uh, Is it a Glee sexy Boot- tumblr Oh, it's so sexy. Uh it's gleebootpod.tumblr.com And we're pretty much on Spotify, iTunes, pretty much everywhere. So uh yeah, check us out.
0: And uh for my socials, which I do every episode. <laughs> if you want to talk more about season three of Glee, you can email me at buttasongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ButtersongPod. And obviously the next episode, we're going to continue this conversation because we are not done. There are moments I still need to talk about (laughs) and there are a lot more performances we need to like break down and figure out. So y'all are coming back next episode to finish our discussion on season three of Glee. And I rhymed on accident. So (laughs) bye for now, everyone. Bye. Bye.